welcome to episode 8 of the Gamers Without Borders podcast, a podcast about gaming, technology and anything else we can think of. And the best part is, there's no passport needed. I am joined today by the man that puts innovation into indie game development, Brad. <laughs> say hello, Brad. That's quite a lofty title for me. Just say hello! Hello. <laughs> and the woman that is the human embodiment of one of those power lifter suits from Alien. It's Rima. Hello. And I spent so long trying to come up with those intros, I haven't come up with one for myself, but I'm Nick, so hello. Well, that is the build-up, the hype for that. Yep, the hype, so much hype. What have you been up to, Brad? Uh, I've been up to a bit. This week was kind of cool, I had a couple days off. Um, So, first and foremost, the most exciting news, I signed up for the Pokemon Go field test, which I am So, you want to be the very best. Yeah, I, I like wanna, no one ever was. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, I can't I'm playing the next on... line. Oh. <laughs> to catch them is my real test. It's my... To catch them all is my real test. I've been, to, tra- uh... to train them is my goal. Okay. Okay. Oh, Anyways, <laughs> so I've been playing Doom uh, and this game Stellaris, which those are both awesome. Doom is so much fun. Um, and I did a bit of a part-time consulting thing for a company up in Raleigh, where I was helping with like. Um, progress or um process development for their different like projects they have going on uh teaching things like leadership skills uh communication skills uh how to deliver uh feedback and how to measure feedback for your employees and your company and stuff like that so that was a lot of fun yeah. and then i spent the rest of the week hanging out with rena and playing halo it's cool yeah is that uh yeah that's it i don't know if rena you want to go next all right, yeah, sure. So I had a very, very busy week. Let's start on Tuesday. I got my wisdom teeth removed, the top ones, and apparently I say funny things when things like that happen. <laughs> that was hilarious. So, yeah, got my wisdom teeth removed. Yeah. Um, I have read four books since Wednesday. Um, I'm feeling so, so two, busy. Of, two of them yesterday, actually. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I started Halo Five campaign, and I completed Halo Five campaign. Yep. And this is the first game that I've ever beat in its entirety, ever. I was so, so proud of her. Like I tweeted I felt, it. I felt really yeah, good. About I saw that, that tweet and I was like, yeah. yeah. And then I tried to pay Destiny, but I hated it, so I stopped. Yeah. It's the whole and here we are. the whole like open world like, I, I style. Hate open world. Where, like, it I gives, just want to be gives, told where to go. Yeah. So you actually like linear games? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. It's actually pretty interesting watching her as I'm a so as an inexperienced gamer. I would say like she's not playing around games as much yeah. as I am or hasn't been and. Watching her play a game has opened my eyes to how like new people pick up games, like yeah. what, the way the design challenges that involve that. Because when Destiny starts, if you're used to playing games, you understand like okay, this is the way to go. This is the controls are intuitive, but like watching her figure out how to play the game was interesting because Destiny isn't really new player friendly. It's infuriating. No. <laughs> you know, yeah, and you need to have experience. I was actually very impressed with the way the uh, the Halo first couple levels are designed to like bring new people into the game like how it plays yeah. like there's markers to show you where to go and there's uh control like tool tips all the time and the level design is in such a way that I, like there's only really one way to go in the first level or so okay and yeah, so. 
it was interesting seeing the difference between the level design of the two games because Destiny, like I said, it's open world, but it's not user friendly. And then Halo 5 is much more welcoming to new players. So that was cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm going to stick through Halo and play the yeah. other ones now. We have the Master Chief collection, so she's going to play cool. through and beat all the other ones. And... Well, you, did I see you playing Life is Strange at some point? Yes, I, I, would, I feel like it's developing kind of slow. Okay, how far are you now, roughly? So, like, are you, have uh, you finished we're, episode we're... one? Excellent. Yeah, we finished episode one. We started episode two. I'm in the scene with a junkyard. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. yeah. And like, she Chloe's like, "Hey, can you go find me five beer bottles?" And I was like, "I just want to know the story. I don't want to go search for yeah, beer bottles." Yeah, that is that's kind of one of the universally disliked section because it's really gamey and like it doesn't quite need to be there. But well, you've got plenty of ways to go, and I think uh, like it's worth it. Stick it out if you can. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm yeah, gonna I think like if you get to the end of episode two and it's not doing things for you, then I think that's an appropriate time to sort of maybe step back and think, what do I want to do? But well, that's me. I have a soft spot for that game, so. So that's what I've been up to. Uh, what about you, Nick? What have you been doing this week? Um, funny <laughs> enough, the game I've been playing the most of this last week is a game I found as a mobile game called Infinity Loop. I just found it by chance on the App Store. Uh, it's a puzzle game whereby you have sort of lots of sort of different sort of shaped pieces and shapes that you have to spin around to make sure that it always forms a closed shape, um, like like the infinity symbol. And so it's a bit difficult to sort of explain, but we'll put a link in the uh, show notes so you can give it a go. But no, it's really weird because um, it's it's a free game. You can pay to remove the adverts, but it's quite nice. I don't think the adverts are too intrusive. They kind of just pop up every sort of few levels. And I was just reading that apparently there's an infinite number of levels. And I've literally had this game for less than a week. And I'm already at level 220 something. Oh my gosh. So like, it's, just wow. a re- it's just a really nice, like, if you have five minutes, just kill it. And think, I'm going to do this puzzle. And the funny thing is, I'm not. Re- I usually think I'm a bit rubbish at like logic puzzles and things. But I've actually found this really enjoyable. So huh. yeah, I definitely recommend it. Interesting, um, I'll, I'll check it out. I jumped back in, into Tomb Raider Anniversary and finally got past the bit I was stuck at for all that time. It was that classic thing of I came back and then first time through I realised, oh, that's what I needed to do and did it. And I killed the T-Rex, which is nice. That's kind of the big big <laughs> moment for that. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Just Cause 2 because I fell down a bit of a Just Cause 3 related hole and I was like, oh, I need to get that game at some point. So I'll go back and play Just Cause 2 for now. I don't think you need to play Just Cause 2. Fine, I wanted to play Just Cause 2. <laughs> and right. it's, it's reinforced what I've always felt about the game. It's an enjoyable idea, but it's let down by some... It's some like It's got a lot of rough edges, that game. The thing about those games is the story isn't the main point. Like I'm the not, game, I'm not looking for the story. Like it does... It has a lot... It has gameplay issues. Oh, like okay. it, is, it is quite glitchy. The physics engine is a bit wonky, which is funny, but it's also quite annoying. And yeah, I get you. And it's really niggly things like, you know how in GTA, in GTA, if you're in a plane, you can reverse, even though most planes can't really do that in real life. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Just Cause 2, for some reason, planes don't reverse. So like, it's little things like that just make it annoying. But I'm still, I'm hoping Just Cause 3 will basically be like GTA 5, but take the story out and just give me the ability to blow everything up. I'm pretty sure that's the way it is. Because... <laughs> which, which, yeah, which, which, if it is, is going to be a, it's going to be a brilliant game. Yeah. Uh, what else? I finished video game high school. The emotional. And ju- I have started video game. How high far school. in are you? 
Uh, I'm watching it on Netflix, so the episodes don't line up real. I was, right was going to say, the... I've glad you bring this up because I think, um, yeah, on Netflix they comp- they put two episodes together for the first season. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I uh, I just finished. I'm pretty sure I just finished season one where, um, you know, they have the tournament. And yeah. Brian D get, comes back to the school and all that. Yeah. And, and the whole, yeah, he gets expelled and then he randomly comes back. Yeah, and I'm trying. To, well, I'm trying to avoid the spoilers here. You've seen <laughs> it before. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe some of our listeners haven't seen VGHS. Fine, go watch VGHS. It's funny and terrible and brilliant. It's the so best good. series of all time. <laughs> well, I, it, mm, it has problems, <laughs> given that it it's the most tropey thing in the world. my favorite series of all time, yeah. so you uh, should anyway. watch it. And my last thing is, I had, a, I had a nice moment on Twitter, and I said I took inspiration from Brad, because Brad's really good on social media. Like, if he wants to talk to people, he'll tweet at them and get in a conversation with them and all that. Whereas I'm a bit weird, in the sense of all the people I follow on Twitter. What was that? That was something. <laughs> you said something about me being weird. Come on, Rita, what did no, you say? No, no, no. Fine. Continue. Anyway, I'm a bit strange in the sense of, like, all the people I follow on Twitter, that all mainly like, like games people, I, I kind of forget their just normal people and i'm always really wary about tweeting them because they like because i'm like oh god what must these people think of me when i forget uh. they're just normal people but anyway someone i follow on twitter a uh, podcast uh, by the name of chris span who hopefully as this story will tell you is listening to this episode so thanks chris if you are but basically he completely out of nowhere tw- was asked to qu- ask people oh what do you think of spoilers so i replied to his tweet and was like oh yeah i think about this about spoilers and then i went back and i was like okay, I'm going to be a bit silly here and I'm going to say, oh, we're we're promoting this on the podcast. So I sent him a tweet being like, yeah, we're going to talk about this on our podcast. And I sent that tweet and I was like, oh God, he's probably going to hate me now. He's going to blacklist me. And I'm never going to, no. I'm never going to appear in his content on his podcast again because I'm one of those people that tried to promote my podcast and I, and I felt really bad. And then like a minute <laughs> later, he tweeted back being like, oh, thanks very much. I'll, um, I've, I've subscribed to the podcast yep. and I'll, I'll certainly listen to it. All so it just takes kind of, is just like, yeah, common re- interest. Yeah, yeah it's re- just interacting and saying, hey, you mind checking this out? Yeah, just kind of restore, not restore my faith in humanity. That's a bit strong, but it just proves that people can be nice to each other. Truth. But yeah, that is me done for the end of the week. I should say um, next week I'm going to be super duper happy and super duper excitable because my exams will have finished and I would have played Uncharted 4. <laughs> so my life will be complete. Shall right. we move on to the news? Before, I don't we, before we move on, let's, let's give Rena her, her design ideas. Okay, so we're going to give her now so she can have time to think. Yeah, so... Um, Amanda sent in it. Yes. Oh. Actually, yeah. directly for you. For, oh, yeah, shucks. so she says, and there's a section where email says, and for Rena's delicious designs, coffee, hot air balloons, and the strategy genre. You want to write that down? Yep. I'm okay. Good. Coffee, hot air balloons, and the strategy genre. Mm-hmm. So uh, while we're talking through news and stuff, and uh, I mean, chime in when you can, but this is for you to like mull over. So by the end of the show, we're hoping to have. Um, a game of epic proportions yes. delivered to us. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Um, I know it's my lead, but I don't know if you want to take the first few bits of news because you you know a bit more about them than me. Uh, well, I just saw some some cool stuff when I was browsing through the interwebs. Apparently, there was a version of the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion that was being developed for the PSP. Really. Yeah, and I, I saw it, and the graphics were all, like, all the textures were dumbed down. I was, was going like, to say, that had to be dumbed down massively. I don't know how, like, was Skyrim ever on PlayStation? Or not Skyrim, Oblivion on PlayStation? Or... I can't remember. I'm going I, to I can't either, but 
Uh, I thought that was super weird because it is a uh, quite a large game, and they, I mean, I, I know the PSP is capable, but anyways, I saw that and I was like, that's kind of neat, I guess. But unfortunately, it has been canceled, so um, no, no luck there. I mean, it's like ten years old or some something now, so yeah. more than that now. But uh, I thought that was cool. And then there was a couple of games that come out, and the reviews are out for them. So Homefront Revolution had a bit of hype behind it, and they are a very talented studio, but the um, the reviews are not so good. Oh. And at the end of the game, once you beat it in the credits, there's actually like um, the uh, the lead uh, director, I believe, of the game puts in a comment that's like, thanks everybody for working so hard on this game. Like there is a lot of um, like management and like just stuff that went wrong during production uh, okay. that affected the quality of the game. So like can, uh, companies were shut down and people fired and people left and people joined and a whole uh, bunch of okay. stuff that would affect the game. So mm-hmm. the reviews are not so good, and it's understandable with like um, it with the the challenges they had to face. But it's still like a I mean AAA style game. So yeah, the the studio that makes it try not like when people see the Homefront Revolution try not to harp too bad on them because they had to deal with a lot of crap and they're making it. But mm. yeah, reviews aren't so good for Homefront Revolution. Yeah, I, th- I think that's um that's sometimes what a lot of people forget that like there can be like behind the scenes problems yeah it's like, not um, like they just designed yeah. a terrible game or something mm. it's like there's a lot of stuff that might have come along the way yeah. that affected the process and like i was i was reading up about the development <clears throat> of um sonic boom which mm-hmm. obviously got derided for being pretty terrible but yeah you find out like yeah people were leaving that people certain groups weren't communicating with each other and you just kind of you see how like things it's, can break down it's kind easily. of insane how much management affects the whole product in large yes. companies and large games and that's kind of crazy and someday i hope to be able to alleviate that for at least some companies oh good but um good. so that's home front and uh beyond that did you know terraria is still getting patches and updates really the I presume mainly the pc one because i don't know if that's well i mean they're, they're patching an update across all their all their consoles like Terraria has been out forever, and yeah. they're still getting patches and updates and new content. Like that's like, that's really good. I think that's what that's you know, what we should do more. The, like it's... the commitment the development team has to this game is insane. Like yeah. at a certain point, you'd think they'd be like, "Let's just make another game like a Terraria yeah, ex- two and like yeah, new, exactly. New things, I think but... that's yeah. They're sort of holding off on the whole sequelization of just. Oh no, we're just going to keep building on the let's original. Let's just keep yeah. Let's keep making this game better so that we get more people and like i don't know if they plan to make a terraria 2 or anything but if they want to they have like thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of fans right now because they just keep building on this on this yeah. one game like i remember when terraria was in early access i remember playing it then and now it's like yeah yeah so much mm. and yeah i I, I still have a, i have quite a soft spot for that game for terraria yeah it's, it's yeah, i've it's, spent it's... plenty of hours in that game oh for yeah sure. And it's like even if you kind of look back and think, "What have I done? I've mined for the last two hours." It's just, it's just fine, fine. That's that's great. Yeah, it is. It's fun and it's it's a good game. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next of all, this is going to be a bit of a fun fun thing for the listeners. Listeners, imagine you're a film executive. You've been chucked about fifty five million dollars, and you're told, "We want you to make a video game film." And you think, "Well, okay, there are a lot of those. There are a lot of those coming out in the next couple of years, but we could do that. We, there's lots of films we could pick with very story driven." Um, sort of plots and things. So who in their right mind decided that we needed not one, not two, but three films about Tetris? Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there are going to be Tetris films. I it's... hope 
I hope it's not like they did with Battleship and like oh yeah, it's, I, a, it's a legit movie, and at a certain point, they're actually playing Battleship, like yeah. fire on B four buoy, you know? Yeah, it, it, I, well, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they do, considering they're referring to these films as a sci fi thriller. But I don't. I, but, like, I, like I, Tetris I, monster. Like I, I don't. Yeah, get... I first read it and thought it was a joke, and, I, and then I, and I was like, no, this seems legit. But um, uh, I, I believe a while back I saw that somebody had purchased the rights to make a Tetris film. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's silly. That'll never happen. Yeah. Well, now it's happening. <laughs> but, um, but Tetris film executive people, you've missed a trick. I think what they should have done is said, we're making six films, okay? The first five films are origin stories for each different Tetris For the brick. different blog? And then the sixth <laughs> film is like an ensemble film where they all come together and they Tetris. <laughs> that's really funny. That um, would be yeah. fantastic. This okay. This next story has, as do many things, divided myself and Brad, because Google had its big um, I/O conference last week, I believe, where they've announced loads of really exciting stuff, updates to Android, uh, their new VR stuff, but a couple of things that they've announced um, and a new AI assistant as well, and it's also going to be built into a new chat app they're creating called Allo, and what these uh, this assistant will do in this app is basically. It's a whole new form of predictive text where it will read what you've just written and calculate the like logical responses to that. So I think this is a bit. This is I. I jokingly put this as the beginning of Skynet, whereas Brad is all for this. Dude, I cannot wait for it. So right now, I talk to my phone all the time. I say, "Okay, Google." Yeah. And actually, I'm glad my phone wasn't on because if it was, it would have picked me up and responded. Yes. So I talk to my phone all the time and. Tell it to remind me to do things. I ask it questions that I'm curious about, like, oh, how far are we from the sun? Or, like, whatever. But the way Assistant is going to be new, I mean, it already tracked my packages. Like, it, it scans my email for um, uh, what is it called? Sh- uh, tracking labels yeah, and stuff like that. Labels. And then it, like, updates me on where it's at automatically. It tells me whether on where I'm at and all this stuff, like, automatically without me having to tell it. Like, yeah. when I'm at home on Monday morning before I leave for work, it tells me what the traffic is like and how long it's going to take me to get to work. Now, get this. I've never told Google where I work. It's just the same route that I take every day has decided that that's my workplace. What? Well, you say you've never told Google where you work. To be a, to be I have never devil, gone to into my Google Maps. To be devil's, like, ad, to be devil's advocate, Google has pr- is probably able to extrapolate where you work. From that's that's what I'm saying. And that's, you make, which is and that's, no, that's, that's terrifying. That's the great thing about it. That's like, utterly it, it, terrifying. It's able to give me information that oh, I never gosh. knew I needed. You know, so the Google, so the Google Assistant is uh, one of the big things. It's supposed to be more human-like responses. So once you ask it a question or ask it to do something, it's supposed to respond, and you can have a conversation based on previous responses, yeah. as if like, as if it was an actual like AI assistant in its own in its yeah. own mind. So I'm excited for it. Like. Everybody yeah. on the podcast probably knows already that I love uh, yeah. technology and advancing technology and artificial intelligence, especially. Yeah, it is. Mm. It is one of those things that I imagine if I get end up putting it on my phone, like I'll probably try it out once just to see how clever it is. But I don't see myself using it consistently. I definitely will for sure. Rena, do you have any thoughts? Oh, she's working hard on her. Yeah, yeah I'm not paying attention. She's like at taking all right notes. Now. There's sticky notes all over the place right now. <laughs> I expect greatness. I really need. I really need a game notebook. Yeah, she That's does. What I need. It's a great idea. Everyone should have one. Yeah. So I want to know what the listeners think about the new AI assistant. Yes. We'll, we'll share the link. And, yeah, uh, I think I think these apps are coming some point later this year. Yeah. I, I wasn't actually watching the conference. I was just kind of aware 
the conference was on and then I sort of waited a day where you get all those articles that are like the 10 best things from Google's conference and just kind of read those and was like I yeah I as soon as I heard about it I looked it up and tried to download it but it wasn't available <laughs> yeah so uh, I'm excited for it I want to I want Google Assistant yeah in my pocket so it can steal everything it knows about you yep so like That's okay totally so you pr- you probably like the idea of um Google Home and Amazon Alexa those speakers that just sit and constantly listen. Yeah, and the one, and no. they they link with See, the exactly. nest, and they link with all the other stuff that's going on. And if it can help me out, and I'm okay with sharing my data, then yeah, that's fine. okay. You say you say that, but like the always on thing is the most terrifying thing. Like I'd I'd, ha- I'd have because let's say for example you're having a conversation about sensitive information, like then banking. turn it off. Well, yeah, but you've got like you seem to be the sort of person that would have it on all the time and never turn it off. Well, I'd turn it off if I have sensitive stuff so to talk about. So you could about. sit, stroll into your living room, start talking about bank details, and then Google's going to steal all your money. Uh, well, if Google steals my money, then... Then Google steals our money. We no. can't do anything about that. No, then Google's going to give me back money and then some, because, dang, that's not right. Uh, like, look, the only harm that can come from sharing your information with a company like like Google is that they just know things about you. Like, no financial harm should come of it, no, like personal harm should come of it now if a malicious hacker steals that information somehow that's the scary part and that's the stuff you got to guard yourself against but um basically if you're giving your information to google then you're trusting them to protect your information and i have faith in google to uh yeah you know protect our protect our assets but let's uh let's move on to the next yes bit Uh, of news i'll leave it to you because it's halo yeah, Halo so related. well before we get to Halo, the um, oh, sort of War Warhammer came out and reviews are pretty good. I was watching some Twitch streams and it looks awesome. If anybody's played the Total War games, those are fantastic, and they have a Warhammer version out which looks awesome and uh, reviews are good. So, anyways, after that, we have Halo Five. Do uh, you know what Halo Five Forge is, Nick? Uh, is it isn't it a method to like build weapons or something? Uh, or so Halo Five Forge is the in-game map editor so you can okay, like the design your own levels thing. yeah it's yeah. kind of like snap map but uh i think it's a little bit more robust so they have all the in-game objects and all the in-game like things like mechanics and things like that and you can okay. build maps now they're releasing halo 5 forge on windows 10 uh. for free so anybody can download windows or download halo 5 forge on their windows 10 computer yeah. and build maps for halo 5 play them, play custom games with each other and test them out and then upload those to Xbox Live and everybody else can download those. So this is pretty awesome the way they're going with this. So now anybody and everybody can get into Halo 5 for free and build maps on their own and it's going to like explode the user-created content for Halo and I'm really, really excited for it. Yeah. Sorry, I've just noticed that because you bring up Windows 10, it's been, in, it's been in the news recently that their deadline for free upgrades... Uh, is quite soon. It's the 29th of July. So get in your Windows 10 upgrade. So yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, what Windows tried to do is they um, wanted to get as many people on Windows 10 as possible, so they've offered Windows 10 upgrades for free. I like Windows 10. I'm yeah. using it. I, I think it's not. neat. I will stick with 8.1 and stick with it, I will. Oh man, I ha- 8 I- was... I have added- If anything, I say 7. 7 and 10, just like forget about 8 in its entirety. What, 8 initially was bad, but 8.1 I think... It, 8.1 is what 8 should have like, been at launch. Is, this is uh, I'm not a I'm not a fan, 
but um, we'll, we'll find. Yeah, we'll move on. We, no one wants to. No one probably wants to discuss software iterations. <laughs> or if they yeah. do, we get in touch and we'll have a big conversation. For about, sure, definitely. I've been writing about Android software fragmentation over the past couple of weeks. So uh, yeah, because I'm really cool, and that's what cool people. <laughs> it is. That's what cool people do. I can see it. Yeah. Should we move on to our big topic for this week? Well, I think Rena's prepared. No, I'm totally for... ready. Oh, her. hello. Right. We're... I'm totally She's ready. She's snuck in out of nowhere. The, nin- the ninja of game design. Oh, yeah. Wow. So what come on. Pitch what it. do you got? Okay, so the whole, um, I'm going to be real, the whole strategy game, it threw me it threw me for a little bit of a curveball. So if I don't necessarily stay true to strategy game, oh. just like bear with me. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. So it's a platform game. Where you are walking around and you're trying to find cups of coffee. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there are little houses or like buildings and like platforms that you have to jump up on and you find cups of coffee. But keep in mind, when you drink coffee, you also have to pee, so you have to find bathrooms. So... You can't drink too much coffee. You have to manage your, your coffee you have to, resources. Yeah, exactly. Or else you just urinate everywhere and that's no fun. <laughs> so you have to manage Gosh. your bladder. Okay. <laughs> and also, there are people standing in your way of trying to get this coffee. For example, things like bosses, geese, geese. or I hate geese. What's, okay, What's wrong with geese? They're Terrible. <laughs> They're terrifying. Well, Anyways, mm-hmm. come on, okay? Or um, the people who go in the outdoors. Like I just okay. hate those people. Um, like when you like at Walmart when they have yeah. in and out and they go in the door that says out over. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah, but so normally like people what... trying to get you down because I hate them. So um, you're just. You're going around, you're trying to find all this coffee, more coffee equals an energy boost, and you can fight off the, you know, all those people that I just listed. So, once you get to the end of the level, you hop in your hot air balloon, and then it becomes one of those games where, like, you're floating, and there's, like, platforms, and, like, it's not like you have to jump on the platforms. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you're floating in your hot air balloon, and there are cups of coffee on various platforms, which you have to get, but it's like super fast. Okay. And so you're floating in this hot air balloon. It's like going like the more so, coffee you get, the more points you get. So, but all this coffee you get, do you still have to pee? You still have to pee. <laughs> so as soon as you get to the next level, you have to find the bathroom immediately. Why can't you just pee out of the hot air balloon? Yeah, pee, yeah, just do it out out of the hot air balloon. I don't know if you guys know how women's anatomy works. Oh, that's fair. But... This is a discussion for another day, but I think. <laughs> <laughs> but you should probably get what a lesson What really comes to that. mind is a funnel. Yeah. <laughs> We're not having this conversation on air. No. This is very no, much an off-air conversation. Oh, man. So, that's what I got. More cups of coffee, the better. Okay. So, you kind of just... Just didn't do the I strategy just, thing, I but just, I still like. I don't where you really went know much it. about strategy games. I, that's okay. I still like but, where you went with it. Yeah, but. I was thinking. I was thinking. Interest. This is just me being satirical. There's an interesting real life element you could add that um, certain times you have to make your hot air balloon avoid certain countries for tax reasons. <laughs> Starbucks, I'm looking at you. Oh man. Ooh, I also like the idea of a VR where you are like, it's kind of like Pokemon Go, but not. Yeah. Yeah. But you're in your house and you have to go and like find cups of coffee that are like 
Oh, so like you have you have your your phone and you look through your phone and it like show cups of coffee and yeah, you have to go and you have to go and find them. But I don't I don't really know where it's going with that. But that's a completely different game. Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll stick with the the managing your coffee and. Yeah, and your bladder. It's, well, yeah, it reminds me of that movie Crank with Jason Statham. Oh, that's, oh, that's quite good. I like those. Yeah, but instead of having to keep his heart rate going by like doing cocaine and stuff, he has to just drink a ton of coffee. A ton of coffee, but yeah. not urinate yeah. everywhere. But the question is, what is the title of this game? Yeah. <sighs> I'd love to think on that. Coffee Break? No. Okay, well, we'll come back to that. Around the... Well, because it's hot air balloons around the it world is. in 80 cups. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Hello. I like it. That's a good one. All right. All right. We'll go with it. Around the world in 80 cups. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Yeah, that, was, that was fun. Thank you very much. Remember, if you want to make Reno come up with a crazy, slightly mental um, game idea, you can tweet <laughs> You can tweet us of just a random selection of verbs and nouns and adjectives. Uh, you can tweet us at GWBpod or you can email us GWBpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And I'll try and stick to the actual genre a little bit better. I yeah, as opposed to just going off. Really don't know ju- anything about strategy that's, games. That's okay. We'll we'll educate her. <laughs> uh, so you want to move on? Yeah, let's. I don't. I well, I don't want to spoil what's coming next. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're talking. About, we're talking about spoilers and game spoilers, and sort of. <clears throat> we've got a few different areas that we can talk about. So um. See, well, you put what is a spoiler, and I don't really think that's... We don't have to explain that, really. Well, okay, so I wrote down what is a spoiler, meaning, like, what to you constitutes a spoiler. So, like, some people are like, I don't want to know anything at all. I don't want to know the names of people. I don't want to know, like, yeah. if there's new weapons. Like some, And then some people think spoilers just, like, plot twists and things like yeah. that. Yeah. So... Plot twists? I, I, is that what you think is a... Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, not even too, it's like, hey, and you're in, in the next book, in the next vampire book that you're reading that comes out or whatever. I don't. Elf, I haven't read a fairy a lot book. Of, okay, you're in the next funny. fairy book that comes out. Uh, there's going to be a new character cool. named named Linda. Yeah, and she uses a magical bow. Is that a spoiler? No. Okay, I think that's just that's just information. Yeah, See, but it's. Now, now I can read that like, on the back of the I didn't cover. know there was going to be a Linda, but, so well, no, why did no. you tell me there was going to be a Linda? <laughs> you, no, you, you say that though, but just to, to bring this back to games slightly, I know in particular people have got really annoyed um, when it's come to Dark Souls 3 about people revealing the names of bosses and areas because that's such a lore driven game that people you know, say. That's a good point. People say. Because it's so story heavy and it's all about the backstory, just little bits yeah. of information like that, and like, oh, that person looks a bit like that person from the previous game. In a game like that, is really it? It's a lot more detrimental than um, than like you say in most other in most other cases. Just to go, hey, there's going to be a character called Dave. It doesn't really matter. That's that's a really good point. Like, if the character relates to the lore of the yeah of the game somehow, then that's fair. That's mm. I agree with that. Do you agree? No. No. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just so so. Rena's a little. She's a little uh, lenient I'm, on the spoiler. Yeah, I'm side. very lenient on the spoiler side. Yeah, I am. I'm fairly lenient myself as well because uh, I I like because I watched the thing on Dark Souls three. I've never played it. I want to, but I haven't played it. Yeah. And I saw a bunch of the titles of stuff and yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll when I get to those areas, I'll see what's happening. In yeah. Those areas. Like, well, yeah. My my, my rule is like I, I I love really getting into stuff that I know I'm never gonna play. So, like, yeah, I would look into Dark Souls 3 stuff because I know I'll never play it. But, like, 
I'm work, I'm working really hard to do like a total blackout on like Rise of Tomb Raider because I'm having to wait until the end of the year for that and like that's quite old now because it's been out on Xbox so like people are just really openly discussing that and I've been like no shush haven't played it yet you know let's you have a thought Rena yeah I do have a thought okay that if you don't want to see something don't click on it well there's yeah. like uh, let's this... say this There's is... a conversation on Twitter that's going on, and then, like, it's not related to Rise of Tomb Raider. Someone's like, oh, that's, like, in Rise of Tomb Raider when this happens. And, and it's just, like, there. It. Yeah. Well, <sighs> Rita's, like, you, she doesn't no, get you, the spoiler you've, culture. You've actually, you've actually brought up a brilliant thing, that because you've brought it up now, I'm going to talk into it. I would like to see a return to the old-school form of hype, and I think it's a real problem about how, thanks to social media and technology, how we receive and get information so like okay i'm i'm not that i'm not that old but i'm just old enough i'm just old enough to remember the days where like if like there was a new game coming out most of the like the only real way you get information is like through magazines so like you'd see in a magazine like next month we're gonna have new screenshots the new pokemon game and you'd be like oh my god it's gonna be so good i can't wait and you get proper hype whereas this time because because these days, because everything's so instantaneous and the way we receive information is so instantaneous, it's like, I'm not saying there isn't hype, but it's like we just know about everything straight away. So it's like you look at people that like live tweet E3 and it's like, it doesn't quite feel the same because you're just giving us all the information instantaneously. So like Rena was saying, so I'm saying like nowadays, I think it is really difficult to avoid things. And like, so I've been, I saw people on Twitter were tweeting about like Uncharted 4 and other people were like, well, what the hell? This game's been out a week. Why are you tweeting about it now? And things like that. So I have two points uh, unrelated. First one, uh, the thing with how we receive information. So first of all, think about who's trying to get that information out there. So the owners of the games want people to hear about yeah. their, their game. And if the only way to do that is through magazines and they have to rely on only the people that see those magazines. Whereas yeah. if they use other outlets like social media things like that they can reach a whole bunch of new audiences they couldn't reach before yeah so I, that's like the, the the method and the avenue that a I, lot of indie I, I companies use to deliver information yeah it. so i mean there's there's that you got to think about why like how the best way to deliver the right information the second point i have um like, yeah, I understand from a business perspective the desire to sort of get out to a wider audience. But in a, this is going to sound really selfish, but I kind of like when that sort of information was just for gamers and just, like, there, was never, there wasn't ever a desire to sort of catch and co-opt more people. Like, it's really selfish, and I get that's not, that's not a viable business strategy. But just I liked when... I don't know, I liked when gaming was like a separate thing and to the people that it cared about, it was really cool. And then, But nowadays, like because that information is there for everyone, it's had to change how people approach things. See, I, I am one of those people that's always accepting of change and new ideas. Yeah. And I understand where you're coming from. And like, mm. this is one of those things we should add to the list where we talk about yes, later. Yes, definitely. Yeah, this has gone slightly off spoilers. I will want to say, yeah, funny you mentioned that, given that you called me a troglodyte recently for my views on technology. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. uh, the second topic I had um, was you talked about the game has been out for only a week. Why are we talking yeah. about Uncharted? So how long is an acceptable amount of time for something to be out? Mm. 
Now, I'll tell you what we use at, at my workplace. We use two weeks. If a, if a movie's been out for two weeks and you haven't gone to see it in that time, yeah. then shame on you. We can talk about spoilers in the office all we want yeah. because you or, – or you can leave because you had plenty of time to go see yeah. it. So, like, I mean, two weeks is my rule of thumb. What do you think, Nick and Rena? Well, I think it's very much media. Like, it's dependent on the type of media. Like, in, like, in, in, like, boiling it down to the most sort of obvious is a movie is two, two and a half hours long, so that's not too much effort to finish. Whereas a game, they can vary from, like, I don't know, 15 hours for something like Uncharted to, like, people have put hundreds of hours into Dark Souls. So it's, like, it's, it's difficult. I don't know what... Well, I, I know, I know the, um, the Star Wars subreddit is still tagging information about Han Solo as spoilers. You've... You've shot yourself in the foot there. It's been out for like. It's been out. It is, for now, it is now on DVD. Five months, December. six months. It's now probably on. It's like, on DVD, which is probably a good threshold. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So but anyone can get that. They're still tagging it as spoilers. Well, that's good. I think so that's a good attitude to have. That's the... I uh, well, I think that's an extreme attitude to have. So, I think that if if you are on the Star Wars subreddit. You've probably and seen it. You have already seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what if you've never seen Star Wars before and you think, oh, well, I want to find out more information about Star Wars. I'll go on the Star Wars subreddit. No, then oh you go and watch Star Wars. Yeah. So, okay. So let's let's bring <laughs> yeah. it to a game. So when a new game comes out, like what would you say is in a, a reasonable amount of time before you start seeing spoilers? Now, there's going to be day one, day two reviews and YouTubers yeah. and things like that that say like, Here's the full walkthrough yeah, that's, with all secrets. That's one of the things I hate, and that 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 that's what like we've be- it's check- become. <sighs> like I like I get why people do you. it, but it's like the sort of YouTuber culture, and that it has its place. But na- that is not the place. Like I'm not saying I don't appreciate like walkthroughs and let's plays. Like I find it really interesting, but like there should be like a grace period of just let people experience these things because like quite often you can find these videos without directly looking for them because YouTube goes oh you like games have a look at this I I'm gonna I know Arena has something to say but I'm gonna play devil's advocate for you here you said earlier you're going to watch walkthroughs of a game because you're not going to play it so a lot of people are like well I'm not gonna be able to play this game for a year and so I'm gonna watch a video yeah. When it comes out, so I can be part of the experience of it just releasing without having to pay and buy the game. Yeah, you know but how much of an experience of that really is? Like if I if I if it turned out I had watched all of the cutscenes from Uncharted Four before I'd played it, like yes, I know what the story would be and I know what the only, twists would only, be. Only only you can answer if that experience but, is worth it to you. Like you know that, what I'm saying? Like that's an individual yeah. basis. To me, I think if you did that you'd always be an outsider looking in. I don't think you'd you're really there. I get that. What do you think, Rina? For me, it's all about your personal choice. Mm-hmm. Like, you are choosing to watch videos, or you are choosing to click on it, or you are choosing to open up this browser, or you are choosing to be on a site that is notorious for spoilers. It's not necessarily... Like, you can't change what other people are going to do. Just okay. watch me. And it's it's all up to what you choose to to do like if you don't want to see a spoiler then don't look up yeah. things about that then don't use like, the internet i think the way it's gone that it's like has it got to a point where every time i want to follow someone on twitter 
I am going to have to go back through their tweets and see are they the sort of people that's going to spoil stuff. If so, I'm not. Don't go follow. through their tweets. Like, it's, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it's like that's almost the attitude you have to take. You have to try and hope that if, you can if, surround yourself with people that won't. If 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 that's the kind of frame you want to have for spoilers, like Rina and I both have said, we're pretty lenient. Like, you know, I, I give it. Okay, so No Man's Sky is going to come out here very yeah. soon, and I'm super excited for it. But I have stopped watching YouTube videos for No Man's Sky because I'm at that point where, like, I don't want to know anything more about it. I want to explore yeah. everything on my own. And at the same time, the developers have done a really good job of keeping a lot of the information in the game and still being able to release yeah. cool stuff. So. Well, it's, it's funny you bring up No Man's Sky because that's coming out, or at least it's coming out over here at the end of June, the, the yes. tail end of June. And it's my it's my birthday in early July, so I'm gonna wait until my birthday and pick it up then. But it's like a week is gonna have passed between then, and like I think with No Man's Sky, it's gonna be less of a problem because it's so infinite and there's less lore. But I think there's still gonna well, there's a ton of lore in No Man's Sky. I think there's still gonna be a thing of like I'm gonna be a week behind, and it's gonna feel like that, and it's like so there'll be people being like, look, I've already got the best ship, and it's like oh, go away. <laughs> oh. Well, okay, I got I get you, I get that, but um. Yeah, so listeners, we want to know, what are your spoiler moments? What have you had spoiled for you? What have you accidentally spoiled? Yeah. Things like that. Well, I know yeah. I've I've been the uh, the culprit of accidentally spoiling things once or twice. I've, I once deliberately spoiled something in a moment. In oh, a moment, deliberately. In a moment of anger. Someone pissed me off, and I knew, Nick. And I knew for a fact that me and that, That's the worst. Me and that other person watched a, watched a show, and I was further ahead ahead of them. So I can't remember exactly what they did, but I deliberately gave like, away the big twist. Oh, yeah? I deliberately gave away the big twist at the end of the season, and yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's mean. It was. It was. It was necessary. <laughs> yeah. A necessary evil. Yeah. Why did you go to Anakin Skywalker voice thing? Oh man. Yeah, I, I can't right. think of what my what I can't think of many situations where like I've had something spoiled and gone like, oh, f- I can't believe you spoiled that for me. Um, because I'm normally pretty good that like do you have anything? things I'm. No, these things don't happen to things me. Things I'm in vet. Oh, I knew. I didn't know that Dumbledore was going to die. Spoilers. In the... <laughs> I didn't know that Dumbledore was going to die in, oh. in the Harry Potter. Oh no, I, I've I've got I've got a brilliant example. But sorry, carry on. Yeah. It just occurred to me. So, like when someone was talking about it, or someone was talking about the books or the movies or something, and they were like, "Yeah, let's see when Dumbledore died." And I was like, "What? Yeah, that happens." And that kind of made me sad, and so I knew it was happening, and I didn't get to experience the shock of seeing. Yeah. Dumbledore died. Oh no, I've got I've got a brilliant example. Um, one of my one of my favorite book series. I was starting one of their books, and I don't know if I'm the only one that does this, but I always I always flick around in the back pages just to see if what's in there because they normally have like synopsis for the next book or something. And there was um there was an interview with the author in the in the last few pages, and on the first page it it said in big black text, um, major spoilers. Do not read unless you've read the book. Um, but as I was fanning through, I'd missed that page because the page stuck together. And the first question was, "So you've left, um, you've left it on this cliffhanger." And I read that, and I was like, "Ah!" So I read the entire book, so you... going, "I know how this is going to end." Dude, that was entirely your fault. Yeah, no, that, that, <laughs> that was the printing company's fault. But yeah, no, that was entirely my <laughs> fault. But that's probably one of my worst moments of of recent memory. Yeah. Yeah. Ba- well, uh, let's. Let's hear what the community yeah, had to say about it. Yeah, lots of community huh? involvement. We want to send out some hugs because you've been super good this last week. Uh, but yeah, if you ever want to get involved, send us anything, send us questions, tell us how lovely we are, tell us that I sound really weird, or anything you like. So, 
But yeah, uh, we will yeah. start with I think Amanda's question. I believe she says, "Hey, mm-hmm. uh, she says, hey guys, love the Steam community group name, which is a spoiler in itself. We will discuss this at the end of the episode." Uh, she says, "Nick, female voice acting is probably not your future." Uh-huh. Well, you know what, Amanda, you can <laughs> shut the hell up. I, I think it is. I want to hear more of the the female voice. Well, acting it strains my voice, so no. <laughs> I need my voice. I've got exams. It strains my voice. It strains my voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, oh, I've got yeah. exams. Yes, I need my I, I need it. my voice for this next week. So, all right. Uh, anyway, she says, "Question: If you had a video game song which was your theme song and it played every time you moved, what would you choose?" I love the I, Skyrim theme song. I love this question. One hundred percent. Yeah, like the one that's like oh yeah, and the, like the drums in the background. Yeah, I listen to that while I work out. I love that. That I is awesome. That I I really cannot. Mine is a tie between three. It is uh, Uncharted's main theme, Guile's theme from Street Fighter Two, and as previously mentioned on this podcast, the Gran Turismo Four Silver Medal music. Oh jeez. Yes. <laughs> I just feel so um, hyped up to any of that. I would have the Halo 2 uh, intro, like thematic intro yeah. song, where it's like the guitar, like, bow, 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 yeah. and like the guitar solo and all that stuff. Yeah. It's really cool. I would have that play all the time, okay. and I, every time I'm doing I had anything. a little side thing of, um, what sound from a game would you have every time you entered a room? And f- what do you mean? And for me, it's between two ideas. Like, literally, I've said, like, every time I opened a door and went through that door... What you'd either hear for me would be the Metal Gear Solid alert noise, or the little, or the little <laughs> jingle when you get an item in Zelda. <laughs> Just so that you I instantly like you turn to me and you're like, yeah, yeah one where he opens a chest and it's like, bah, 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 bah. yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that every time I enter a room. It's like I have arrived. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I want, I want the uh, the sound effect of a of a door like what's like opening up every time I walk through. <laughs> well, the, Star- the Star Trek door noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Every time I walk through a door. Yeah. Or have something really obnoxious like the Call of Duty hit marker. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts? I don't. Uh, I don't have any thoughts on that one. Yeah. For some reason, I went straight to like Mario, like, Waha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Oh, God. That would go. As, as, oh. Yeah. So we have another. We have like essays from the entirety. John, we, should, oh, yeah. we did this in the wrong order because this is all relevant to our spoiler discussion, technically. Uh, well, it's because I emailed them earlier and. Uh, oh, nice. So I, nice that you didn't yeah. tell me this. Like, I was really confused when we got these messages. And I'm like, how are they? No, I, I sent him a Twitter message. I think I sent John a message. I was like, hey, we're going to be talking about spoilers. I want to know what you think about right. it. Um, so, do you want me to read this? Um, oh, I got it. He says. Um, he says, hey, Brad, that's an interesting topic and can't really think of anything big of a story. Just little nuggets of things that happened. There are two things that come to my mind that someone has spoiled for me. First is the Walking Dead TV show. I don't remember the specific spoiler, but a recent episode aired and I was not able to watch it yet. I was browsing Instagram and boom, there it was. I can't believe so-and-so died. Right then and there, I unfollowed him. Ooh. To this day, I am still unfollowing him and he's a family member. <laughs> <laughs> takes his spoilers very yes, seriously another spoiler happening was a recent one and it involved uncharted 4 i was being careful and avoided a lot of spoilers on the internet took my time with the game playing probably doing probably playing two hours every night well there's a tweet from playstation about their latest podcast episode and its main topic was uncharted 4 i was looking at the comments and i saw the spoiler 
So then I blocked that person on Twitter. I finished finished the game and was satisfied. But if I didn't know of that spoiler, I'm sure I would not have seen it coming. That's all I can think of right now. Nothing major. I don't get the reason why people have to be such a-holes to spoil something intentionally. What do they gain from that? Great topic, though. There's a little bit more, but John, um, we talked about this earlier. I, I think Rena would agree with me when we say it's your fault for yeah. reading the comments. You read the comments. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah if, if, if there's going to be a podcast that's a major discussion of Uncharted 4, you're pretty sure it's not going to be spoiler free. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. But, so. Yeah, but even so, if we've learned anything, it's do not cross John when it comes to spoilers because he will. Yeah, murder. he will re- disown you as a friend and never talk to you ever again. Yeah. So uh, he goes on to say since this is a lengthy email already, here's a simple question What's your favorite thing to eat? Mine's pizza. Oh man, I love pizza. I'm not sure what got me into it, but I'll say it's thanks to the Ninja Turtles. (laughs) As a child, I loved them so much. I grew up watching their movies and shows. So I'm going to say that's why I love pizza. Oh, and yeah, it's just so good. Well, anyway, (laughs) hope you guys have a great week and game on. Thank you kindly, John of the One Track Gamers. I'm ready. Go. Oh, go. French fries. Uh, Yeah, I knew that. 100%. Any kind of French fry. Preferably the ones that are a little bit more soft. Um, I'm a French fry connoisseur. Uh, yeah. I like to eat them she, with she ranch. Ranks, she ranks restaurants based on their french oh, no, fries. No, yeah, I, it's, I, it's based on their french fries and their ranch. Yeah, no, yeah. I, no, I'm kind of with you there. And I think that's the problem with them is that it can vary so much between place to place. True. Yeah, and it makes or breaks a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. If I'm getting a burger, then I want good french fries. Yeah. What about you, Nick? I, I've, I've, even despite knowing of this question in advance, I'm really not sure. I can eat pumpkin pie every meal of every day for the rest pumpkin of my life. Pie. Yeah, pumpkin pie is so good. I I, I am very preferable to steak, like a properly cooked steak, cooked how I want mm. it. Good. Like if you could have like prime yeah, exactly. steak, just like the perfect seasonings every yes. meal, you would do just that. Like, oh, just yeah, just that's me. That's so I could, I could if I if I couldn't do pumpkin pie, I could also go with pasta. Just yeah, like same. pasta in general is so good. Uh, we also have. Uh, spoiler comments yeah. from the other one track gamers if you want to read those yes we got more spoiler stuff so yeah we got from Corey and Amanda as well oh I can read this if you want so okay. it says hey Brad here are our answers I think Amanda is the one that actually wrote this anyway Corey worst spoiler ever I heard about a woman who went to see A Passion of Christ but walked into the wrong theatre and watched the end of it she wanted a refund because now she knows how The Passion of Christ ends <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, like it's quite easy to guess where it's that film is gonna go. Several hundred. I, I think the like, Bible is now outside of like the Statue of Limitations on spoilers. I haven't finished it yet. Don't oh, tell me how it ends. I'm still in Revelations. Oh no, yeah. that's that's a terrible joke because Revelations is the last book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bible jokes. <laughs> Weren't expecting that. And I'm always says, careful not to spoil things. Nothing comes to mind when I think of people spoiling anything for me. Amanda, so spoilers don't really bother me that much. Latest spoiler I read was a news article when Star Wars Episode Seven had just come out and stated that something happened to Han Solo in the movie. Did. <laughs> it's been out for so long. If we get if we get an angry email because we spoiled it, do not blame me. Well, they should have watched the movie. <laughs> Plain and simple. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Well, yes. Well, that's, thank that's... you very much for that. Getting involved in the topic. Uh, if you want to get involved on any of the topics we discuss or as always you can tweet us email us i uh, you can put it on our steam group which again we will talk about and we will explain more fully at the end of the episode 
We have we have one more community. I know we have one more question. I haven't moved away. I just just take the little section break. And we got a question <laughs> as well from another uh, listener. We got a question from Wendell, so thanks very much. He says, I've got a question for you three. Thanks very much. I've been watching a lot of Minecraft streamers on Twitch and wondered if you preferred vanilla survival servers or ones loaded with a bunch of mod. Z- sorry. I've played on both types, but find vanilla is my favourite. I'm still learning how to do different things on there. Some of the mods are so complicated to me. Thanks, and have a great week. Well, thank you very much for sending in a question. What does that mean? I don't understand any of that. Okay, so mine, you know what Minecraft is? Yes. Okay, so Minecraft, you can have, uh, basically when you join a server for Minecraft, you join a different game world that somebody is running. Okay. Right? So uh, some of the servers are, like, base game standard. Yeah. Other servers have a bunch of modifications where they have new items or new uh, gameplay mechanics or uh, different styles of maps or things like that that change. Yeah. Or add on to the base game. Does that make sense? And those are called modded servers. So uh, one of the big ones is, uh, I forget what it's called, but it adds like a bunch of mechanic stuff. Like you can have circuits and levers and all kinds of stuff to like automate a bunch of things being manufactured and things like that. Do you still have all of the original stuff? Yeah, Yeah, it's it's still all there. It's just extra stuff on top. It just added to it. So then, I would want more more stuff. Want more stuff? Okay. I'm I'm kind of in the same same uh, vein yeah. because I enjoy mods. The first thing I do when a game comes on a scene that has mods capability to it is I go yeah. look at the Steam Workshop and download mods that are popular mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, um, I'm gonna say I prefer the ones with a bunch of mods because the yeah. the vanilla vanilla is like standard. But <laughs> I figured yeah, that yeah. one. I got that <laughs> point. Yeah, vanilla is is it's fun. But yeah. I've played so much vanilla that I want the yeah the differences in the, in like, the mods. I think so. Yeah, I think sometimes when you play modded stuff and you go back to vanilla, it does make you realize. Like, um, I don't I don't play Minecraft, but I will. I'll try and switch this around into an area I can talk about. I did play TF2, which obviously yeah. ran a lot of vanilla servers, but also ran a lot of modded servers. So you'd have like low gravity, instant respawn, like. 100% crits and stuff and it always used to make me laugh as, in particular is going back to vanilla servers and having to wait like 20 seconds to respawn because that's what the game should be and like yeah. mods have their place but it does sometimes kind of make you forget the core game True. which is good it can be good can be bad so yeah. I vote for mods yes I vote for mods. for mods I vote for mods in moderation oh oh <laughs> come at those me. things there yes plays on words <laughs> hello <laughs> Um, I think that's it. That, that seems to be the end of the community stuff, but thanks very much for all that. We really do yeah, appreciate it. We couldn't do this entire segment without you, so that's really nice. Yeah, remember, you can chuck us absolutely any question you like. Don't feel it has to be games-related. If you listen back to our previous episodes, you'll know it really never is games-related. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but yeah, um, we've got we've got a few things that have sort of happened with sort of the wider sort of ecosystem of this podcast. So I don't know if you want to jump in on this, Brad. Yeah, so uh, I, we've been doing a lot of work on basically expanding the community that we're trying to build around the podcast. And uh, if you haven't heard, we're trying to build just like a great uh, community of gamers that are all about helping each other out and playing games together and building each other up, things like that. So, and uh, because of that, we have built a Twitch channel. You can follow us at No Passport Gaming on Twitch. We also have a Steam group that is joint with the One Track Gamers called the uh, One Track Gamers Without Borders. Steam Hello. Group. Uh, if you go and join us on the Steam group, it's open to anybody. You can play games with us whenever you want. You will see when we have new episodes, we'll be able to interact with us, uh, suggest games for our community game nights, which are coming up. 
Uh-huh. Since uh, we have the Twitch channel set up, I am just now trying to get a schedule of when exactly I want to play games. And what I'm thinking yes. is um, I will do this Friday um, afternoon into evening time. We'll play Overwatch um, for wh- with whoever else that has Overwatch, and I'll announce that in the Steam yep. uh, Steam group and everything. And then we'll get the listeners involved and in playing games with the, the podcasters. And- Definitely. Yeah. Um, um, one small thing f- uh, with me when it comes to content obviously I'll be finally free of the chains of exams in the next week mm-hmm. so a couple of weeks after that um, depending on when I, f- when I finish things I will be working on a written review of Uncharted 4 that will go up on my blog as well but I'll, I'll post a link to it in the podcast Twitter and stuff and I'm actually also thinking about doing an, um, an audio review as well so it'll just be a little short solo episode with kind of my thoughts on the game so there will be content from me, hopefully, in the coming months. Sounds so, good. Yeah. We also have uh, yeah. scheduled our first guests on the show. We have an animator that's a YouTuber that's going to yeah. be talking with us about what she does. She's from Scotland. And then we are also going to have a life coach that specializes in helping geeks and nerds with any of the, the issues that they've been dealing with. He's all about building up the geek and gamer community and stuff like that. Super yeah. awesome guy. Uh, well, once we have more information on when exactly that's going to happen, yes. yeah, we'll, it's, uh, it's still it's still a bit up in the air. But we will we'll get we'll send tweets out and stuff saying, yeah, "Hey, we've so got a guest." And... I'm looking forward to talking with both of these people and stay yes, tuned for, for news on. on I just ha- I'm just happy for have a few more Brits so we can uh, rebalance <laughs> rebalance the yeah. clear imbalance that exists on this podcast. Oh, jeez. Also, not to break anyone's heart, but I will not be joining us next week. Yes, next week. Yeah, next week I'll be out of town and. So I will have I, the house. I think I think you're gonna all have, to myself. You're gonna have to change your plans because I think the listeners are gonna riot. I think that they probably will. I am. You yeah. Know, but no, in, in all in all yeah, in all seriousness, that things like that may happen. We do have lo- we have lives sort of beyond this, and what? things things do get in the way. So yeah. shut the front door. Lives. I know, I know. I know. So for example, this is a point I wanted to make. Um, Brad is actually on editing duties this week, and oh, there might be a couple of cuts in places in this episode because we've had some internet problems we will try and smooth it over and i have trust in my colleagues but yeah it might not be quite as smooth and perfect as it normally is every week oh it will be delivering that high quality hashtag content your lack of faith is disturbing i knew you were going to get that in. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry anger yeah. leads to hate and hate leads to the dark side well i'm all about it yeah. hashtag empire rules yeah so I think that's one of our first episodes we've got without making a predator joke as well. Mm, possibly. But yeah, okay, so I think that is everything for today. So do you want to say bye, everyone? Um. Oh, wait, what's our outro? Run? Go. Ah. Read that cat. Oh, my gosh, we need an outro. Read that cat. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, guys. Yeah. Bye.